Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Love Island Cast Australia. I am Chris Phelps and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. G'day Chris, we're a little bit later today but plenty of drama to get our teeth into. I, I never know what to say when you do that Dave. I've, I've given up even attempting my Australian But yes, there's plenty to get into my friend. I mean, where do you want to start first? I mean, we, let's start with, I think let's start with Todd, because there's quite a lot going on a, around him. So we could see from that first date that, you know, Jesse, you know, had the gooey eyes for him. So we felt, right, that's it. Gerard, <laughs> Gerard's kind of uh, had his little moment in the sun, but he's going to be kicked off fairly quickly. But I think, you know what, this happens in all the series, doesn't it, Chris, where in the first few weeks, everyone's kind of on the same page with who they like, who they don't like. And then when it gets to this point and, you know, you get all this drama between different couples, you have lots of people shouting on social media for almost every individual person. Like everyone's got a completely different polarized view on how they see things. And I saw Jessie's getting a, a bit of stick that, um, you know, the way she's sort of treating Gerard. But so I, I think I'll get your opinion first. I mean, what what do you think of that whole thing? And and especially uh, when her and Isabel walked in, and Isabel's come in for a bit of stick as well. I saw they both walked in, and then they just ignored everyone else and just took themselves off. Uh, what did you make to that whole piece? Well, I, th- I think something you said in yesterday's episode really stuck with me was she's only nineteen. Now, I'd not give her that bit of slack, to be honest. I'd gone all in on her and basically slated and threw her under the bus. I mean, I, I know Owen, as we know, was a bell end and, and he deserved what he got and got kicked off and he was, he was bad to her. But she did instigate the Owen thing as well, to be fair. She's very strong-minded and, you know, she's very uh, determined in what she wants. But it just reeked of bullshit yesterday. The way she just completely spun it on its head, a 180 turn from Gerard, as I said. Tonight... I did have that bit of sympathy because of what you said. I'd, I'd actually fought for a change, Dave. The bull in the china shop wasn't there. I'd actually sat there and thought, you know what? I think Dave's right. And then as soon as she sat there, I think what's happening is when we watched the US one, we had uh, that girl who did that ridiculous squeaky voice. And oh, it, what was her name? Cairo. Cairo, wasn't it? Cairo or Cairo. Oh, Cairo. Oh, yeah. And oh my God. And, it was so annoying. And I think that's what was pissing me off. And that is a bell as well. And I know I give Matt a bit of stick and it's amazing how by episode you can flip flop the proper opinion changed. But I think in some respects, as much as Matt's a wet lettuce and everything, and he was going in on it, he was wrong to say to her. He was like commenting about the relationship. Like, it's not in a fucking relationship. It was yeah. a coupling of convenience, but 
I don't think she's done herself any favours tonight. Her and uh, Jesse, and when the lads were taking the piss, and then, then was it Luke had said, <laughs> he just I went, yeah, yeah, he didn't even look at my tits once, and I was pissing myself, because everyone was laughing. <laughs> I, think, I think they can all see it as well, to be fair, because Cassie was there and that, and even they were laughing, because I thought, oh, the lads are taking the piss, there's going to be an argument, and they're going to go back and tell the girls, but they didn't. I think maybe they're all seeing through the fa- facade, because... Jesse, I don't know what. I just think whoever comes in, a head's going to be turned, Dave. It's just like the the new uh, new pair of shoes or something. When something different comes in, she's like, "Oh, I'll have a bit of that." And that, that's all I'm seeing at the moment from her, sadly. Yeah, I mean, like like we say, you know, she's young. She's she's not really ready to settle down with one person straight away. And and her and Gerard hadn't been together for that long. Now, I kind of think. You know, it's just it's just unfortunate. It's all a little bit sad, I think, you know, but I, d- I don't think that she deserves to be vilified the way that she has been. I think she's just, you know, she's seen something, you know, the new shiny, someone who she likes a bit better. I say, I, I still don't think, um, I don't personally think Todd is that dashing, but I've seen plenty of comments on online to, to say otherwise, you know, six foot five, his body is fantastic, obviously, and and you know she she's drawn to him. So, I think Gerard in his head is just a bit further on in the relationship. He seems a bit older. He seems a bit more mature. So I think he was thinking, right, this is it. You know, let's let's see where this goes at least for a few weeks. You know, and then he sort of had the rug pulled from under him. So I I don't think when I say she hasn't done anything wrong, I I, I don't think they should have gone in her and Isabel and just taking themselves off straight away. I, th- I thought it was disrespectful, you yeah. know, and, and, you know, even if they'd have come over to, you know, the people who they're coupled up with and just said, look, be, you know, we just want to, me and Isabel uh, want to go off for a chat. We'll be back in a bit. I think that would have been better than just ignoring everyone and taking yourself off. Um, so, yeah, that, that bit wasn't great. And I think, you know, again, it's funny how people see things because I think the, the, the twins are getting a bit tribal, aren't they? You know, they're, they're, they're more tribal than anyone else. And it, it was pretty funny what they were saying, to be honest. But I could see why you'd think, well, that's, that's just a bit distasteful as well. You know, it's, it's out of order. They're going too far. I, I don't necessarily think that. But, you know, again, I was saying about um, Jesse and making excuses for her being 19, you know, Cartier's 19 as well. And, and yet she's the one who, who basically said, look, you know, you two have come in, you are coupled up and you've just completely ignored him, not said anything to him at all. So, again, already had a lot of respect for Cartier. But again, she just stepped up the ladder again for me there. I thought that was that was big of her. No, I, I think you're right, Dave. I think very, very good girls you brought up with the right way. And and just getting back to something you said about the twins, I, 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 could, I didn't get what was going on tonight. So obviously we had the incident with Cassie. Cassie, and she did some later on. I'm sure, I hope we're going to get into, Dave, about Cassie. I was fucking cringing behind oh, the cushion. Yep, yep. Oh, my and God. And cringe is the word oh, I was thinking as well. Yep, it's yep. fucking terrible. Um, but Luke was saying, like, don't speak to my woman and that. And I'm thinking, what? The day before, you'd fucking split up. Why are you being so protective and jealous? Because these two new guys have come in and asked for Cassie to go on the date. 
And she deserves all the criticism she's getting as far as I'm concerned. But the lads, for me, look really bad, the twins, both of them. I mean, we know she said this six o'clock thing. That is absolute nonsense. That was just purely for reaction. But the way he was being really possessive towards her when they're not even together, I'm thinking maybe they're just, it's just as well they aren't together because he was showing signs to me. I was thinking, wow, mate, you, you, you're wrong here. He was totally saying like, oh, she should be kissing me. And I'm thinking, but she's already told you she doesn't want you. And then Josh was doing the same with Anna, wasn't he? I mean, Josh was actually probably worse than Luke. And I'm like, you're not getting it here, guys. You've come in already and stolen these two girls when you come in yourselves. It's the nature of the show. <laughs> it's like you can't now start fucking going the moral high ground and start like having a go at these two lads coming in because it's not their fault whether they started on the first day of Love Island Australia or they start on the fucking last day. It's their job, just like we had in the UK where Amber and Greg, Greg come in, literally did a come on as a substitute in the 92nd minute and won the whole thing. You know what I mean? It was an absolute <laughs> farce, but it, that's the nature. of my text. Exactly, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, but, but you know, you're right. And that, that's the nature of the game. So I don't think they've got much of an argument. I just thought tonight was the first time when I've actually thought they were two nice lads. I thought, you know what? You've been a pair of dicks with this. Completely jealous and overreacting, to be honest. You know, we kind of, I guess, and especially when people are put out there for criticism uh, and, you know, like social media is not a very forgiving place, is it? We we, we almost want everyone to be a bit beige, you know, make 100% the right decisions. I, I completely agree. And I do think they went too far. Did not understand on any level why Luke was saying, get your hands off my woman kind of thing. Yeah, you know, he was doing it out of earshot of everyone. But, you know, he was in the group, wasn't he? And so, it it just didn't make sense. They both agreed they were going to call it a day, um, whether they're coupled up in the show or not. So maybe he was he was getting a bit tribal about that, you know. But um, so I I, I think that I, I can't keep using that word, but I I am I can't think of a better description. It, it was tribal, and they were just kind of guard in their patch um there's a big difference though i mean josh and anna are properly together you know and i had respect for when anna went in on the day and you know she was friendly and everything but she just made it clear you know she's with josh and that's that so you know you compare that to the way the the other girls were on the date it, it was very different so yeah, I I, th- I think they probably have overstepped the mark. I don't think that means they're total arseholes. I, I just think, you know, in that heated environment, and there was a lot of testosterone bouncing around the villa, wasn't there? I, yeah. I just think they probably did overstep the mark a little bit. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. I'm not going to totally change my opinion on them because I thought they've come across quite well. It just was a little bit too much, to be fair. I agree. But Dave... Yeah. Let's lighten the mood. So let's set the scene. A couple of evenings ago, me and you, we speak to each other on Messenger. You send something through to me, Dave. And it is quite literally the best and worst, most cringeworthy <laughs> thing I've probably seen in a long time. So <laughs> we had a video on one of the contestants, Dave. Would you like to elaborate on that, please? Yeah, we've speculated a few times, haven't we? You know, why is Cassie even on the show? Because <laughs> you know, she doesn't seem like she should be there. Well, it's very clear. She's there to grab some fame. 
And this has come out over the last few days. It's some old footage of her auditioning with a friend of hers for X Factor. And it is one of those, it must have been on in the first few weeks. You know, there's no way she made it through to the later rounds. And it is one of the most cringeworthy things I think I've ever seen. You know, it's her and a mate. They're doing some kind of singing. I think they're attempting to harmonize. But it's one of those, you know, where you just think, have you actually got ears? And do you use them? Because that sounds fucking horrible. You've got Gary Barlow there. He doesn't know where to look because it's fucking horrendous. (laughs) He's just so bad, you know. So I think it's very clear. She's, She's here for the fame. That's it. <laughs> You've been quite good there, Dave, because when she started rapping, I was like, what the fuck is this? She started <laughs> freestyling. And I've, I've got to say, guys, if you can seek it out, if you can't, myself and Dave have got the link, you know, DM us on Twitter or email and we'll send it to you because it's an absolute classic. It is literally fingers through your eyes thing. You, you, can't, you want to turn away and feel embarrassed for it, but you sat there like, Gary Barlow, obviously, he's around 2013. Gary Barlow is fucking turning away like, what is this shit? You know? <laughs> I mean, it is proper, but clenchingly embarrassing. I mean, the level of cringe, I, I guess the best way I could describe it is, imagine if, you know, you were at a wedding or something and your mum got up and did a bit of rapping, you know, <laughs> that, that'd be like it. it. It was that bad. And I just think, again, utterly horrendous. And, you know, again, it, it's another little data point to say that she's absolutely delusional as well, you know, <laughs> as, as having no talent. Well, yeah, and then Dave, if things couldn't get any more cringeworthy, we see her attempt at flirting with, uh, was it Blake, the new lad? And uh, Was it Blake or was it, it was Todd? Might have been Todd, was it? Was it Todd? And I was like, you don't say when you're chatting up anybody that you put a cockroach in your mouth. And then she was talking about, I went to Ibiza and what I did was I went there with no money. And the next minute I'm actually, um, what you say? I'm, I'm partying with Bruno Mars or something. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. It, it, making... it was Ed, Ed Sheeran, sorry, Ed Sheeran. Uh, sorry, yeah. Uh, and, but it was so cringe. I was like, yeah. that won't impress anybody. That Stuff like that does not impress. And you can even see him looking as if to say, I really don't give a fuck, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) What a wonderful job the editors did, though. You know, because she's there, and uh, there's just too much to unpack here, but (laughs) she's like, yeah, put a dead cockroach in my mouth. Well, and then it cuts to her in the diary room, and she goes, yeah, I was totally flirting with him. (laughs) What? Is that what that was? (laughs) Is that really flirting? Because it doesn't. I don't recognize it as that, but I don't know. Have you ever been to like, you know, Spain and, you know, the Canary Islands or whatever? I remember going, Chris, in the 90s and, you know, it was one of the tricks, you know, and, and it was a bit, it was a bit exploitative, to be honest. You know, you'd get the, the DJs or whatever, and they've got all these party games, you know, you've got the shots flowing and whatever. And sticking a dead cockroach in your mouth was just one of those things, but it was all just... It, it was just exploiting young girls, to be quite honest. And I thought, as soon as you said that, I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've seen that kind of thing. I know exactly what the context was that you were doing that. You probably did it for a free shot. And so, again, I, I just, that would have me definitely walking away from the conversation. Yeah. But also, I'm sure there are people in the world 
who, you know, you name drop people, famous people, and the, the person who you're speaking to is impressed. I am absolutely not that person, Chris. I could not give a fuck who you've spoken to because you are still you and I either like it or I don't like it. If you're fucking partying with Ed Sheeran or whatever, I couldn't give a fuck. I might have a mild interest, but you know, in our first proper conversation, you're trying to name drop someone famous to, to boost yourself, you know? And I just, it's one of the things it doesn't just not impress me. It really fucking repulses me. I, I think it's a very, ugly trait for someone yeah and a couple of things in context dave you're right and i think great explanation you know i'm not going to go back to this slightly you're probably going to be like fuck if you if we were like you know there you'd be like you'd be rolling your eyes at this day but you know i've done a bit of tv work and the worst thing you can say to anybody when you because these people most people on tv do shows and the actors and actresses are assholes they they're so self-absorbed so when you say someone and bear in mind this guy was a footballer he's obviously been around parties and social functions where he's probably met a lot of these people he's probably thinking i don't give a fuck now i know ed sheeran's a really nice <laughs> yeah. bloke you know we know that a lot of musicians are because they don't a lot of them don't believe in the hype some do some don't but they're still grounded people it wouldn't impress me either. And I do agree. And, and in the respect of the cockroach thing, and I'm getting, I'm turning it on to the Chris show here, Dave. So apologies. In, you know, in 2010, I did a Bush Tucker trial in Manchester on a radio show to win a trip to Australia. Me and Sam went in 2010. Now I had a kangaroo's eye, not kangaroo's eyeballs. I had uh, eyeballs in my mouth, uh, which I had to eat two of. I had uh, lo live locusts and, and I had you know, witchetty grubs, mealworms. The video used to be on YouTube. It's not there now because the radio channels uh, switched and it was only on there till a few months ago. But I have got the video somewhere. But the first thing I would say if I was single and I'm chatting a girl up, I would not say to her, by the way, I bet an eyeball. She'd probably be like, well, that's me, God. You just... I just think she was getting verbal diarrhea and I can sprout verbal diarrhea and bullshit with the best of them. But I'm sort of like thinking it's not going to impress any person whatsoever because I'm sure this guy has rubbed shoulders with people. He's been in a locker room situation with his pals. I'm probably overthinking this, Dave, and he's probably done even worse. But I, I was just like, oh, you just please just stop. Let him get to know you. If he likes you, let him like you. You don't have to impress him with a load of nonsense that he's not even bothered about. Or that is the world she lives in, Dave. So this six o'clock thing she was saying to Luke, maybe this is, she's just fucking delusional and this is what it's all about. Yeah, she, she values herself by, you know, the environment that she's in. She doesn't actually value herself herself. Yeah, she just she just wants to sit in that reflected glory from other people. Again, I think it's a pretty ugly trait myself. But um, yeah, I guess if you're going to put balls in your mouth, you want to make sure they're eyeballs, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I can't admit anything without my lawyer, Dave. I'm sorry. <laughs> if it's for the competition, I'll do fucking anything, Dave. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> yeah, and I am. I am almost thirsting because it's got to the point now with Cassie, you know, and we, we build up these pictures, you know, we kind of look at their behaviors and whatever, and you build up an eventual picture of this person. And I just, honestly, I can't wait to see the back of Cassie on this show, to be honest. It's just, she offers nothing other than, you know, just winding me up. Yeah. <laughs> she's there just for the fame, but she's got no fucking talent or personality. So 
you know, fuck knows what she, I mean, she's a good looking girl, isn't she? But yeah, yeah. You know, she's not going to be young forever. I mean, how old is she now? Is she like 27 or something? I think so. 27, 28. Again, yeah. you, you can kind of forgive the X factor stuff. It was when she was about 20. You can say, well, the Ibiza stuff, you know, it was all when she was younger. There's nothing more kind of, um, there's nothing more sad really, is there? That someone who's just going on beyond their days and kind of trying to act like they're 18 still. Yeah, true. And make it even worse, Dave. She's a Spurs fan. So she's had a rough time. I know I've had a rough time <laughs> being a Man United fan, but she, she's not had it good. The last... not, not that rough in the grand scheme of things. I mean, if you're a, <laughs> a, a Yeovil fan or something like that, I think you've probably had it rougher, haven't you, over the last 30 well, years? I, to, to be fair, yeah, true. To be fair, I did see she's got a THFC tattoo and I, I saw it a few episodes ago and I thought... That's Tottenham Hotspur FC, but I didn't yeah. twig because obviously she's English, isn't she? You know, her family have moved there and stuff. But I didn't twig that. That's what it's in reference to. When she said it, when they were doing the speed date with the new guys, I was like, oh, right, well, that makes sense. So, yeah, she has got, I don't know where she's got it on her body, but I did see it in one of the shots a few weeks ago. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it's another thing she's not got going for her, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> So she's obviously <laughs> fucking across to Australia just for the party, though, isn't she? But but again, let's let's get off Cassie because I yeah. can quite happily just <laughs> you know pick holes in in her personality all day. But you know, with the with the whole um, competition, the pole dancing, I thought again. Usually, when they have games, they they kind of integrate the game you know to the questions and stuff whereas this was just like we'll just pole dance and we'll ask you some questions that there didn't seem to be any connection other than to get them to do some pole dancing and i think i think isabel did say didn't she you know cassie's obviously she's done a bit of pole dancing before but you know what one question that i thought it jarred with me and i just thought it was horrible was the question about um cynthia and you know does the australian public think cynthia's boring and I thought, no, come on, that's that's fucking out of order. That I I thought that was too much, you know, because when yeah. when you're saying about Matt crying and and stuff like that, it, it's a bit funny, and he can have a bit of a laugh at himself. He he must know himself. He's he's a bit bit of a wet lettuce. Um, but I just thought that I, it irritated me to be honest. That that question, I, I thought that was uncalled for. Yeah, and I think a lot of it with Cynthia is she's just not been editing a lot, has she, Dave? The, the they know where the stories are with people. If, the, if there's some controversy there, that's what you get on the screen. And I've said it to you before, you know when somebody's going to get voted off Love Island because all of a sudden their like, story's been centred to the whole thing, say, for four or five days. And then they just fall off a cliff and they're just sat in the background laughing and joking. And you, I always say to Sam, say, these are going to be voted out. And she says, why? I said, mm. because you're not seeing them on the screen. They don't add any value to the story of Love Island to get the viewers watching. So once their journey's finished, that's it. And she's like, I didn't. I said, that's just the, it's just a common thing, unfortunately, Dave. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, she, she seems like one of the most normal in there, doesn't she? So, you know, again, that's that's probably why she's not got as much screen time. She hasn't had any bloody drama, and of course, she did couple up with that Bell and Maurice, so you know, it didn't, didn't do herself <laughs> any favors there. But no, I just thought a lot of the a lot of the questions, you know, they do kind of intentionally. Uh, plant a seed that that you know they'll be thinking about later on, and I thought the other one. So, so where I think you know they walk that line as opposed to going across it was uh, Gerard and um, and Jesse, the whole showman's thing. 
And uh, again, you know, although I think Jesse's probably, you know, again, we've, we talked about that at the top of the show, didn't we? You know, she's, she's a bit young. She's had a head turn very quickly and, and didn't stop to think, well, okay, maybe I should just have a quick word with Gerard first and just let him know the score. I thought Gerard, he's, he's been a bit of a dick as well over, over a couple of things, you know, he's basically, he's acting like they've been together for, you know, six months or something. And in that question about, do you think Jesse and and Gerard are a showman's? I think she put it down at like 30% or something. Well, he only had to put it at like 40%. And then you've got the whole rest of the board. You know, you just have to be closer, don't you? Yeah, yeah. But no, he put it, was it 70 or 80% 80, or something? 80. 80%. So if they had any chance of reconciling, it was gone in that moment. Yeah. Because he, he was just acting like, you know, he, he, he'd been jilted and he was just angry about it. So that's why he put it so high. And, and I just thought, now you fucked up there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Very poor judge, judgment. And also, he looked like he was crying, which I thought was a bit pathetic, to be honest, Dave, considering they've probably only been together like two or three days. I totally agree with you. As much as I think Jesse handled it wrong, I, I don't think he's got much dinghy as well, to be fair. I think it's wrong the way she handled it, because also, he planted the kiss on her when she was with Owen, and he did take liberties. They're supposed to be coupled up. I know you, they, they can snog and that, but he did go a bit far, and that's where... <laughs> He's going for it for ages, wasn't he? Yeah, that's what I mean. And so his turn came at that point. So you sort of reap what you sow, don't you? I don't, like you say, Dave, they're all a bunch of bastards anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've been in there for a, a, about a month, though, haven't they? He's yeah. probably fancied her since day one. And they've had probably like friend-type conversations. So I, I imagine his feelings have been gradually stepping up, you know, Whereas hers, you know, she'd, she'd been with Maurice. Because Gerard's been with plenty of girls as well, hasn't he? But I don't, I've never seen him be as, as invested as he was with Jesse. And he took a massive chance, didn't he, with the bomb squad? Yeah. You know, he basically made his mind up. No, Jesse is the one for me, so I'm, I'm going to put myself out there. I could end up with the show in its format. I could end up single and booted off the island. But I'm going to gamble because, you know, if I don't go for it with Jesse, I'll... I'll I'll always regret it. So I think his feelings have built up. It's not just that they've been together for a couple of days. I think in his mind, his feelings have been growing since day one. Yeah, that's a good point. Good point, to be fair, Dave. So, guys, if you want to get in contact with the show, on Twitter, at Love Island Cast. If you want to email the show, the loveislandcast at gmail.com. And if you do like the show, please get onto your podcast catching up and drop us a review. Just helps us get out there to more people. So, Dave, it's been quite a longer episode today. There is no Love Island now till Sunday over in Australia. They, for some reason, they seem to have dropped off the Friday episode. So, we'll be back Sunday and Monday with episodes. And, uh, yeah, I think all I can say to you is, my friend, let's have a good weekend. Yeah, and we'll find out who's walked out the villa. <coughs> Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> we'll see you then. Bye now.